Welcome to the Crypto Yams Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a five-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is August 26th, and this is episode 93 of the Crypto Yams Podcast. Again, welcome everyone. Hopefully you're having a great day today. We've had some very important developments in the price action today. So it's important that you guys stick around and find out what's going to happen over the next little couple days and or couple weeks, depending on how much momentum we see pushed out of this. Definitely going to start on our higher time frames today um, as our weeklies, midterm macros and macros have started to completely turn around. Um, of course, we've hit a very critical point here being at our zero line and seeing more downwards direction rejection off of uh, the 23 to 25k level. Really not great in the whole scheme of things, especially because we were hoping to see things kind of settle down and continue picking up. Some stuff that doesn't really agree with that at the moment is going to be our 10-year yield because it is still topping out. It is still showing huge signs of head and shoulders. And almost always when this thing declines, stock market tends to take off again. This could just be some sort of Friday over the weekend type of move um, to give us another bullish divergence in our medium term. But the overall of everything right now, you know, we have to kind of believe it is turning back down. Uh, potentially, you know, much more to come over the next couple of days and or couple you know, weeks, depending on how hard of a rejection we actually hit here. Daily starting to run into a brick wall as well. We can see that our potential for a triple confirmation back up is right at the moment getting turned right back down. We just need to see the wolf pack, or sorry, we need to see the confirmation of the red dot and the potato signal confirm back down in order to reconfirm the triple confirmation that we already had to the downside back down. This would be a reshort entry and opportunity and essentially closing of those starting entry longs. Because, you know, to see a double invalidation, we know almost always credibility, you know, gives us a pretty dramatic move. We can see that we're right on the cusp of the support that we've been building since about, you know, June. So three months support. Again, we're still on support, but you know, today's candle could be pushing us through. As long as, you know, we turn around over the weekend, this could actually be invalidated, used for strength to push to the upside, just as we've seen, you know, three times prior. But with money flow still pointing down, with the red dot recon you know, potentially reconfirming. Unless we see this thing completely, like I said, stop and reverse over the weekend back to the upside, it's very likely that we're going to see continuation and break through the support here. So um, unfortunately enough, this type of move could take us all the way back down to the major support level, which is sitting much closer to around 15, 8, 16 right now. And that's just if we hit it by mid-September. if we're looking closer to the end of September, we're closer to the $15,000 level, 15, 3, 15, 4. 
So, unfortunately, you know, we could have a lot more downside to come out of this whole thing. We have not seen the bounce that we needed to see here, even for a converging wave, which again gives me more hopium that this is just a fake out and that we're going to completely turn back up, at least for this type of finishing lower high in the whole medium term, medium macro. Because to break down here, we don't have a converging wave. We do have a bunch of divergence on different time frames and different amounts of our indicators, but we don't have a converging confirming wave. And it's just, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm thinking that, you know, this is a three month pattern. We have a couple weeks in here where we can kind of mess around, which is potentially, or sorry, a couple days in here to mess around and still find resistance at 23 and a half or 23,000 or you know 24 anything in there that's not a higher high at this point you know would give us that confirmation in order to give us the actual momentum I think we need in order to break down from this now it could be wrong again you know things could just fall out here reconfirm up in here give us our converging wave at res you know at what was support now resistance this could be something of what we're looking at, right? Still a lower high overall, but a more obviously timed out type of deal. Um, that puts us right around the 1st, 2nd of September. We'll be topping out here, which is, you know, 21.7 or I'd say probably a range of 21.300 to 21.700, somewhere in there. That's again, if we see this weekend continue to break down, we're probably heading for right around the average of the lows of July and June, which is right around 19.4, 19.5, down to 19. So a bit of a range in here. That's probably our first stop if we are going to continue down. We're going to hold probably around that level, come back in for the retest and the rejection if we're going to see rejection. If we're not going to see rejection, it's going to find support somewhere around the first week of September and then break back into the pattern. If this, if this whole move was a fake out, maybe we see a huge divergence here. But it's, again, like the fact that we're already so low on our Liberator and a couple other factors are telling me, you know, we potentially still have some quite a bit more of room to go potentially here. Um, looking at some of the altcoins, Ethereum obviously had a pretty hard day today, projecting off of the 618 in the weekly over the last couple of weeks as well. Continuing to turn down, pinching off, money flow, you know, everything. This week really kind of screwed us over again with our, with our outlook. Um, we are starting to see much more signs, many more signs of projection in this level. Again, same with Bitcoin. Levels here, the next couple levels are going to be 1500 on the dot and 1360 to 1380 if we are going to see continuation. Again, that's what we're seeing in our 12-hour, daily, 4-hour. 4-hour has been turned down for a number of hours now since yesterday. We, again, we're on support, and we're only 4 hours away from close. So I wouldn't make any rash decisions until after we see close and we start to see reaction. It may have initial reaction, but I don't know if you should play upon that. I would be more willing to let things kind of settle out for today if you're not already you know, in your continuation of shorts or out of your longs, you know, again, 
I think there's going to be an opportunity to at least come back up into the $21,500 level for a, rege- you know, a rejection. It has to be clearly retested before we can break such a key level. Three months you know, of building it and things still. Maybe the S&P you know, looks not that great, but the bond yield 10-year <coughs> is continuing to reject. And I think as long as we can stay under 3% and it, you know, and maybe it breaks our structure here of the midterms upwards of daily, it's going to reject pretty hard. We're probably looking back towards 2.5% or lower, maybe even 2.26% at the 1618. That would be very fitting percentage wise for the head and shoulders that this thing has formed out. We've got a bunch of divergences built up from back here starting in March and January. So. I'm not, like I said, totally <clears throat> totally against the idea of us actually finding support over the weekend, maybe Monday potentially, continuing to turn back up from here, essentially nullifying this whole move that we've had today to the downside as just, you know, heightened volatility um, building, building in for the swing. But that could be the wrong thinking. Again, you know, our four hours turned against us. Clearly, daily's on the verge of reconfirming against us. And money flow is still continuing to turn down. So, you know, if you're not comfortable, I would close those starting long entries that we took a couple days ago and just add to your short when you see the opportunity to do so. You know, let those shorter time frames come up if they can. If they show no sign of coming up, obviously, then, you know, the opportunity has already passed the best time period. But the hourly, again, you know, other than money flow, everything's starting to look quite bottomed out. I don't know if that's a real converging wave. If it is, yeah, it is. But it's a very minimal amount for a lower high here in the hourly. Huh. Bummer. Yeah, so at this point, we're looking for a retest somewhere into the 21K levels. Unless we see complete and utter rejection here, um, we could take another quick little step down towards 20 since we're already down below 21,500. It really depends on what happens in the next four hours before close. Um, And we can start to bounce very soon. Let's say in the next two to three hours. It's here 15 minutes starting to show some some signs of bottoming. But again, 15 minute, we're not taking too seriously. We really need to see the hourly money flow start to correct and turn back up. That'd be the biggest thing here. Otherwise, we're, yeah. Probably heading back towards 20. Hmm. And that's really it. Our weekend should be exciting nonetheless. I really just see a bunch of, you know, back and forth. I think there's there's a lot of uncertainty right now. People are not sure of what's going to happen. But, you know, some of our altcoins, again, EOS on the weekly, still looking very prominent. We haven't touched, you know, we've still got a couple weeks before we actually get into the green. If we're not going to reject off the zero line or before that, if it does get back into the green, it's only the fourth time in history that we've seen green money flow. So a very, very prominent thing with all this built-up divergence. You can see what happened the last time. That was our up run up to $14, $12 back in 2021. We're much lower than that point now in the dollar price action of it. So, I mean, a potential for a really good spot uh, position here potentially we're still in the same level that we've been talking about for forever let me pull it up on the btc chart quick 
yeah, we're still back in this 850 Satoshi level, uh, which has been the ideal buying zone the entire time I've been looking at this coin. And I know that it's, you know, we had our big fake out here up to 12 bucks and we ran much lower. But again, we've just built another opportunity. If you're looking at this from a, you know, triple confirmation divergence perspective, you can see that the overall momentum of the money flow of the Liberator of the Wolfpack has been squeezing, meaning that EOS, you know, if you're buying anything altcoin wise, this should be one of those coins that's in your selection. I 100% still think so. Again, we're at the same levels we've been visiting, you know, year after year, 2017, 2021, revisited at the end of 2021. You know, we did fall through for a matter of like six months, but we're back in there now. The money flow looks hella strong especially on this BTC chart. I know the USDT value money flow is still much, you know, way down here, but looking at BTC value, which is going to drag USD value with it, um, is right on the cusp, right on the cusp of turning green. So yes, EOS in my pocket, in my, you know, I'm paying attention to it right now. I am in positions, you know, I didn't get in that that long ago. It, it is retracing right now in these shorter time frames, right? We're pulling back. Um, we're still maintaining a bull flag type of situation. We do not want to break the bull flag. If we are going to, we're going to revisit the 618, probably again, which is closer to 146, 150. Um, still only another 10-ish cent drop from this guy. Definitely be, I'd be looking for that level or the 786 of the four hour. Um, as long as we hold the overall market structure, and the fib lines stay bullish in according. It still looks like a rebuying opportunity. This thing looks like it has tons of explosive macro momentum that it's built up, even though the shortest time frames are, you know, hit a level or getting pushed back. I'm just looking for a buying opportunity for this weekly trade. I think this is what you need to focus on and what's important with the overall here. So, yes, EOS looking very good right now. Major stuff not looking so great. Not at all. So we'll have to see how it goes today with a retest, if we're going to get one over the next couple of days or not. Um, if we are just going to turn right back down here in these shorter time frames, we're probably looking closer to 20, and then it's going to work for a bounce. Um, if we get all the way to 20, right, we're at 20,700 right now, meaning we're probably looking at the closer to the top of the range, 21,005, 21,007. If we Get stepped down to 21st, our bounce target you know, about $700 less. So 21,000, 21,100. That's kind of what we'd be looking for as a top here. Um, but yeah, don't make any too rational decisions over the weekend. Don't overtrade. Definitely try not to get stopped out of positions if you have them. If you're in shorts right now and we do come back up, you know. Don't get stopped out. Don't get faked out. As long as things, you know, stay the way they're looking on the midterms and the macros, there's really nothing but continuation that we can see. Unfortunately, the S and P really fell off a wall. You know, a cliff today, dropping about 120 points. So not so great in that department. 
But again, if as you know, if we find a higher low in the midterm, um, this actually could turn into quite a bullish thing. It's it's been a bullish thing, you know, but it's 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 absolutely fine. This is fine. Higher low would be a okay here. Be looking around closer to four thousand, maybe thirty-eight fifty, thirty-nine, as a low. If we can get that higher low, again, we have a much better chance of actually breaking up and out of this resistance uh, back towards forty-five hundred. All right, my friends. With all that said, I appreciate you guys taking the time to listen today. If you guys have any questions, please put them in the sessions chat for anyone listening live. But yeah, today unexpected a bit. I really wasn't expecting the Fed meeting to have the effect on the market that it did, especially not to this degree. You know, if anything, I was thinking it was actually going to be quite good. I don't know. The little tidbits that Powell talked about with, uh, you know, the job crisis potentially coming, the employment crisis, uh, I think that's what really highlighted a lot of the downside today, you know, because he didn't change his, his state on what they're, how they're thinking with inflation and all that jazz. So, yep, don't get faked out over the weekend. Spend time with your families. I love you guys. Have a great rest of your day. Ciao.